I've got some good news for you. Losing weight just got easier. WW Weight Watchers Reimagined has a groundbreaking new program called My WW that matches you with your very own customized weight loss plan. All you do is take the new My WW personal assessment, answer simple questions about things like your eating habits and behaviors to unlock your own plan that can make losing weight easier. Head on over to WW.com. That's WW.com to join WW today with a limited time offer now this is hollywood unlocked yo what up everybody this is hollywood unlocked uncensored i'm jason lee i'm Alyssa ford aka the curve queen it's dj damis let's get it started yo and if you're listening to this on iheart thank you because they pay the bills yes. but you can also stream this uh and download this podcast on itunes google play spotify and watch it on YouTube. Ooh, that's right. What a week. I'll tell you right now. I'm not really feeling 100%. So I'm seeing all the halls over there. Well, I beat a cold. Uh-huh. I, well, I thought, well, I haven't got the full onset of the cold, but mm-hmm. I've been seeing people getting sick around me. I'm like, oh, because the seasons are changing and I have asthma. Being proactive. And, and allergies. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the, um, I'm, I'm, I was thinking about how I have not been sick in a mm-hmm. long time. I mean, I get worn down, but I haven't been sick, sick. Mm-hmm. And then I started to feel the cold. So I got the IV last week and mm-hmm. I've been drinking tea and trying to rest, but I have not had a chance to get a day off. Every single day you need to be drinking something that has a shit ton of ginger in it. I was yeah. just going to say ginger Ginger is too. literally the thing. That's it. It's just like the magic cure for everything. Is ginger, you should take be taking uh, echinacea and gold seal That's right. daily. I'm taking so many supplements right now because I did the micronutrient test with Gentera. Shout out to my partners in Gentera. And so I've been taking all these different supplements, vitamin D, vitamin B complex, mm-hmm. magnesium. I think they've they've added more magnesium, so now I'm more tired because yeah. magnesium helps you with sleep. But I'm, yeah. I'm taking it in the daytime, so I'm just walking around tired. You do need some of that golden seal, though. Mm-hmm. For real, I knock it out right there. I don't know what that is, but, I'm, but I will <laughs> just tell like you. Shit too. So I will tell the listeners listening today, <laughs> you are not getting Jason full of antics. I'm sorry, he is not here. <laughs> this is Jason. This is a vulnerable Jason. Today, no. somewhat. Oh, who's that? I don't know. This don't new know. nigga. This is interesting. Vulnerable, Jason. I'm just listen. But antics, Jason. You know, people don't understand. <laughs> you know, they let Beyonce have a uh, 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 what do they call it? We have a different personality. Oh, alter ego. Alter ego. They let Beyonce have an alter ego with Sasha Fierce, but mm. Jason Lee can't have an alter ego. Well, you know, alter vulnerable ego's... Jason. That's his no, name? no. The other guy with the antics is that's, oh. that's. I mean, you know, I'm not sitting around all day blowing up spots. Mm. I'm tired. Mm. Well, you you just got back from uh, came back from London. Amazing experience. You've been to London before, right? Many times. Many times. So this was my first time. Felt good. A lot of chic women. Your photography, though, like the pictures and your story, was phenomenal. Thank you. Like it was wow. It was time to step it up. You know, I'm 30 now. I was like, you know, when I go places, I can't just be sitting back. Like I gotta really enjoy the environment. So yeah, you 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 walked around. Oh, we was walking the entire time. And I've been to a lot of the places you've been to, but I didn't capture it the way you did. I, I have no interest to like be on my phone capturing every single thing but yours isn't just like random pans like they're actually really good I, yeah. call, I call them and tell them the same thing I appreciate colorful you. like you. you like it it yeah. was a lot of walking though my legs are on fire when you say you worn down I'm like mm-hmm. literally been every day walking for like at least eight hours just trying to see everything uh, going to East London, turning up with my people. It was a good time. I went to Sketch. Yeah, I went to Sketch. That's a pretty dope little spot. Man. <laughs> I the, felt you were in the blue in room. You didn't go to the pink room. I went to all the rooms, oh, but that go, was okay. the one I resided in. I was like, this one feels more like me. Well, I went to the blue room, and they brought all these damn desserts. I was like, I can't. I'm not going to the pink room. I ain't seen no <laughs> yeah. other fucking room. But it was a great it was a great place. No, I like Sketch. Yo, London is like... It's lit. When you go to Europe, sometimes it make you look back at America like, what are we doing over here? This, uh, is, why yeah. I, this is why I want to move to New York, because if I lived in New York, I could just 
just hop right over yeah. to London. Quick. Yeah. Here you got to fly all the, the way, way across the country hours. and then you got to fly across the pond. Yeah. No, it, London is a lot of fun. It is a lot of walking. A lot of people when they travel, they don't take into account is the uh, shock absorption on your bones. Yeah. You know, when you're walking around your pavement, like Rome is another city where it is beautiful and there's a lot of, you, you know, uh, you know, uh, locations that you want to see attractions and then you go to sleep you wake up and you feel a hundred years old you know Sore. it's those those walking cities really tear your body and apart. they make you feel bad when you want to get an uber too it's like why uber it's only 20 20 minutes walking i'm like yo <laughs> let me tell you something i discovered uber my last london trip i was ubering everywhere because yeah. i don't even know where things are you yeah, know like exactly. i had friends in london and i did, did you go to tape you went to tape you had to tape Do you know zeus I didn't know. My man Teamy set it up. I didn't know really this anybody. Is, okay, there. let me just tell you one tip in traveling when you go to other countries is meet all the people who run shit over there. So that mm -hmm. way when you come back, you can just move around on your own. Mm -hmm. First time I went, I was with people. You know, second time I went, I went by myself. But I knew people. But Zeus runs tape. And then there's another uh, club called Scandal that my friend runs. Ah. Lit. The clubs out there are fun, right? No, the clubs are turned. Yeah, they're Definitely turned. There's one uh, club, the girls is... You know, blowing fire out there. I was like a circus oh, thing. Oh, no, yes. Um, oh, oh, my God. I went to it. I went to it. Uh, it's like circus. Yeah, there's like a whole production. Yeah, it's a big production. It's, it's actually really nice. Yeah, we went. They gave us a table, but it was so far in the back that I was there for probably 10 minutes. <laughs> they had like little people on like this conveyor they belt. definitely swing midgets around the room for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was at this party in the hills. I'm not going to get into my recap because I want to hear what Melissa talking about. But uh, I went at Larsa Pippen. You know, she invited me to some party in Bel Air. Mm -hmm. And this is. You know, I saw that. <coughs> There's people with money, and then there's like people with real money. Beverly Hill money. She took me to some $80 million mansion, and Heidi Klum and Snoop was DJing and all that, but there was these little people dancing on the stage, and the one girl, she just kind of swung her ass around, and I had to capture that on my phone because I had never seen a midget uh, twerk. But she didn't really twerk. It was kind of like a side twerk, but... Either way, it was just, it was very interesting. The one in London was twerking, like, really? hard body. But well, maybe that was her job. Was she, she was working there? Yeah, she That's was a dancer, job. She yeah. She paid to twerk. It was a little twerk. So, so at That's this like party, it. she wasn't getting paid to twerk. She no, was just, she was just, just there. It. Like, Snoop was DJing, you know what I mean? <laughs> the day before his birthday, he was just, you know, on the ones and twos. And, you know, the little people was, they were in the mix of all the other people. But, they, but you know, they were holding their own. You were like in, towards the front, though. I had, a, their I had a few friends at that party, and by watching everybody's story, I was trying to piece together what the fuck was it going on. It was a charity on. event. You know, white people have, rich white people have a ch charity events for, you know, to get people together, whatever. I don't know. But these people were super wealthy. Mm -hmm. uh, we stopped and dropped off Lars's kids at Babyface's house. I'm riding around like, ooh, let me write this address down so I can come back. <laughs> but, you know, these rich people, they all know each other. I don't. I clearly was just a guest. You know what I mean? Everybody was like, who are you? I'm with her. Just mm -hmm. with Larsa. Larsa know everybody. Wow. At Babyface's house. That's, that's kind of Wa funny. Walked into the room to play a video game and Heidi Klum sitting right there. I'm like, hey, Heidi. I wanted to ask her to go to her Halloween party because I, I don't have definitive Halloween plans yet, yeah. but I left her alone. She had no makeup. You got a costume yet? Huh? You got a costume for Halloween? Yeah. I do. What is it? Me. <laughs> I don't dress up for Halloween. Are you like, uh, so are you antics Jason for Halloween? I just I don't even know what I'm gonna be. I I I'm probably gonna travel somewhere, honestly. Like let the United States do whatever they gotta do and just go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. Cause Tiffany is back and forth between New York and uh LA, so we were gonna try to do something in New York and I don't know what she's doing. So mm. God bless her. Melissa, what did you do? I think I'm having a little heart attack. When? A little one? Yeah. Right now? Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe? We'll, have to, we'll have to find out. A heart attack for what? Uh, no, literally. Like right like, now? My pain in my left side of my chest, like I was telling you guys last week I had pain in the right side of my chest and I went and got acupuncture. So do we need to stop the show heart attack? No, I can keep okay. on going. You know, women... Well, you can't we, die on air. We, uh, no, I mean, it will go viral. No. Oh, well, yeah. Not a good one. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> That's I, terrible. I, I think I could... I, think I just I, thought of something. Why yeah. didn't you just fall out? Like, that would have been great for the show <laughs> and then we could have came back like, okay, she's here, you know? <laughs> I didn't I didn't think that far ahead. I'm still trying to manage my breath. Um, well, if I, any of you die for the show, you love the brand. I don't, I don't know what... <laughs> What's going on? I just, uh, I think I'm just experiencing like just probably anxiety, anxiety, stress, um, and I've just been. Uh, I traveled. My girl, one of my best friends, it was her baby shower in Atlanta. Seen. Yeah. Very happy vibes on that IG story. You know, I've um, a lot of people ask me, you know, why aren't you married? You know, you seem like a good catch and stuff like that. You know, why hasn't the man claimed you? I'm just like, slow your fucking roll. I really. Damn, they chalked you up to baggage claim. That's fucked up. I'm I'm looking for I'm looking for my version of imperfect perfection. That's what I want. And mm. when I see my be- one of my best friends married to uh, the love of her life, and they are they're not just in love. They're friends. Like they're homies. They they are in this together. They're partners. I'm not settle- settling for less than that. So yeah, I agree. You know, it was a really good time. Um, she's good friends with Eva. Eva was there with um, her husband Mike. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a good time, but yeah, anxiety, stress, I think it's just having a, a physical effect on me these days. I'm letting go of searching for imperfect imperfection or whatever the fuck. Well, people are usually searching for perfection. I'm like, no, but me and my ex talked yesterday. We go back and forth with what we're going to do. do. What are we going to do? You want to get back together? Cause I'm telling you. (laughs) You know, the Jason Lee three years ago or four years ago when we were dating is the different is a different. I'm a different person now. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm, I've changed in many ways. My career sh- changed me in a lot of ways, for the sense that like I don't really trust nobody. Uh, so you know, this past week on Love and Hip Hop when I talked about not having any friends, like it's really true. Like I have a really small circle. I'm with the same people. If you go through my call log, literally it's the same people. Mm-hmm every single day um, and a lot of that comes from just not trusting people and now even more now, now with everything you know, I have way too much to lose I really don't fuck with nobody mm. but I was saying you know him and I were talking and I was just we, we were saying okay so what are we gonna do you know are we gonna do something he goes well I'm talking to a girl now and I go oh, here we go and he goes no no listen he goes and she's okay with being number two what and he goes and I go what does that mean he goes well you'd be number one and I said, well, if I'm number one and she's number two, what, what if I want a number two? He was like, you can have a number two. I'm like, but then what if I want a number three? He was like, well, then now that's too much. So I'm, I'm like, okay, if me and you date and then you have a girlfriend and then I have another boyfriend, what the fuck is that? Because our, number, two, because our number twos are going to have number twos. Ah. It's polyamorous. It's an extended is it family. Po- is it polyamorous though? I, I, in a way because a, I'm not with her I'm not going to be with her okay so then well, maybe it's, it's not polyamorous maybe it's uh, open open c- confusing it's open it's definitely open everybody's everybody's aware of everybody everybody would be aware of everybody um, this is size to the main course so so it just made me think like is our relationships as traditional as they used to be like mm. I think relationships are they could be very different now yeah yeah for sure but you would never be in nothing like that uh Fuck no. But don't you think your man would be happy if you just let him get a pass from time to time? Because honestly, like a man's appetite for more women is a part of the reason why a lot of relationships don't work. Well, no, not that's not the appetite. The problem is the girl not allowing him to Ooh. serve his appetite. Mm. 
Hmm. I, just feel like, I just feel like more men, more, more women would have a man if they would just let their man play around on the side. I, I just feel like women are just too uptight with these morals, principles, and all the other bullshit that don't matter in 2020. I think even if a woman, a lot of times, say she's okay with it, she's not okay with it, so it's going to end up being bad at the end anyway. That's because they're not fun. I feel like if, <laughs> if women could learn, like, they're just, not just fun. like, Melissa, just try to absorb this for me, please. I'm trying. If a woman could just say, this is my man, he's mine, he mm -hmm. loves me, he's taking care of home, he's taking care of me, we're good, but he needs to be with another woman on the side. What's wrong with that as long as they have no baby? Mm. I don't know. But see, a lot of times the dude gets that pass. I think a lot of people in those relationships and then he d goes and has the damn baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Messes it all up. I think a lot of people are in relationships like that. Yeah, they just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until the baby comes. I know for me, I don't like putting <laughs> restrictions on anything. So I'd be like, do whatever you want to do. I'm never going to find out but as long as I don't find out. I just keep it open like that. Because if somebody wants to cheat and do something, they're going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. So I, They're going to do it anyway. So rather than me telling you not to do it, it's like whatever you do, just make sure I don't know. So once I start finding out, then you already you ruin your chance. But if you tell somebody, oh, you don't cheat, and you try to go through their phone and try to find where they're at, they're still going to get away with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So what's the point of that? I'd rather you do whatever you want to do, do what makes you happy, but make sure I don't find out because I'm not cool with that. I don't know. There's been a that's a that's a that's a conversation that's never going to die is uh, are human beings meant to be monogamous creatures? You know, I I don't know. I have I have no idea. But, but how do you feel? But there's no I mean, yeah, give your perspective. How do you feel about it, though? Like, do you feel like it's natural to just to be with one person when you want one person? Do you just feel I like think, you should just be with them? I think what happens I think what happens when relationships fail is people get into things for the wrong reasons. They okay. get into they get in things for the aesthetic of it. We we look good together. Yeah. She he checks off all boxes, you know? But there isn't the foundation it doesn't exist. It's built upon cards, like a house of cards or something like that. There's no strength to the foundation because with relationships, you know, as time goes on, it, there's peaks and valleys. Things are going to undulate. There's going to be times where the desire is just not as strong as it was when, you know, you guys first met. Like, we, as And then you have to spice it up with other people. As, as, yeah, maybe you might have to spice it up. Role playing. There's, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's a bunch of... Listen, commitment means different things to different people. I think, I think that the success found in certain relationships is when you guys have the same perspective as to how you want to move through this thing called life, experience life with each other, you know? And I don't know. I think that it's dangerous. How do you think Will and Jada have stayed alive so long? They've been through it, though. When you use Zoom, every day is a little better. That's a pretty great thought if you think about it. We're talking about Zoom video communications with the web's best-reviewed video conference service. It's used by millions to meet one-on-one -on -one or hundreds at a time. That's pretty mind-boggling. Zoom video conferencing lets you connect face-to-face -face with anyone across town or across the world with flawless video, clear audio, and instant sharing of files, video, anything. And you can connect through any device, desktop, laptop, tablet, smartphone, conference room system. I could just keep going on. Look, everyone, if you're not using Zoom video communications, the only question we have is why not? Why not? We'll make it super easy for you. Just visit Zoom online and set up a free account today. You can try the most affordable and most reliable video communication solution on the market.
So meet Happy with Zoom. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, right? So how do you think they stayed in there so long? We're, we're, just gonna, we're just gonna lay it out on the table. There has been rumors for a very long time that these two have separate lives and have accepted that about each other. You know that, and, you know and that, everybody built, says it. And they it. built a really strong partnership. Their kids have been raised well. Mm-hmm. You know what they I- They seem very happy. And that is the point that I'm making. I'm not saying like, what I was saying with my ex was, we all both don't need to be out here just fucking everybody. Cause I'm at an age now where like, I've had enough of enough. Like yeah. at this point, I want a little stability. You know, a stability to me right now, today, looks like one main person and maybe like another person or two that I'm involved with. <laughs> just that consistently I these people. This is it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I see- No you, random. No, like I, I can't do random now. I just can't. This mm-hmm. is not, not like I used to. When we first started this show, <laughs> that background was filled yeah. with them. They would be in here. <laughs> Every day. Like, who that? Just, just, just go right along. Yeah, yeah. But no, not anymore. No, I th- and I think also with, you know, age doesn't just come maturity. It comes uh, exhaustion comes with it. You yeah. just get your priorities just shift, I'm and tired you're right now. and you're not like running around just looking for you know like somebody to hump on and stuff like that. You just really start to think to yourself, you know, who is it that I want to share my life experiences with? You know, there's times where True. I'm traveling and I'm seeing wonderful things and I'm experiencing wonderful wonderful things and. Every once in a while, I think to myself, I'm like, mm, it'd be really nice if I had somebody to share these experiences with and have create memories with and stuff like that. But I don't really, you know, like f- uh, focus on that too much because when that person comes, they'll co- they come. And if they don't, then they don't. But you don't feel like that's something you work for, though, a good relationship. Like, you know how you look for a good job or in, like you look for a good car. You don't feel like you're supposed to look for a good relationship in a way. I'm so sick of fucking looking. I don't even. This is my dilemma. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> mm. I don't know where I belong. Like I don't know what category I belong in. I don't feel ex- I don't feel like I belong in the gay community as much cuz like when I go out as for friends here and there, but it ain't to hunt and it ain't to really enjoy hunt. what I'm doing there. I mean, it used to be hunting. <laughs> yeah. It ain't hunting anymore. <laughs> well, unless I'm in New York right. at the, at the, at a fairytale Dykeman, yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um so like so like I don't really like I don't have a lot of gay friends that I hang around with. We don't go and do a lot of gay things, right? And then um, in the straight world, I'm I'm not straight, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like everybody knows I'm gay, but it's like that nigga gay, but whatever. So it's kind of weird because the guys I'm gonna meet where I typically go out are guys who are on the down low. Ah. That's never gonna manifest into love. Then if I go to the gay club. I ain't fucking around with a motherfucker running through with a feather in his ear and a goddamn rainbow cape. Like, that's just not what the fuck I'm about. Now, I love the gay community. I'm from, I'm with y'all. I ride with y'all niggas. Bunch of pride. But I'm I'm just not going to be in a bed and roll over with a nigga who's like, you know, ready to run out to West Hollywood every weekend with gay friends. Because I will give you an example. I went on a date this weekend. Tired and every, wore out. I said, okay, because two people want... Well, one was a he shot his shot on Instagram and I went on a date with him. Okay. I went live and I said, This is shoot your shot Saturday last week. And I went live with all these guys and they all shot their shot. And there was one that I thought shot it well. So I went on a date with him. Okay. He's from Kuwait. Not going to see him again. Then there was another guy. Um, he was cool. He was cool. Just not for me. Then there was another guy who was, um, you know, slid in my DMs like some time ago and I just had not come around to it because I don't know where it was buried in my DMs. I'm not going to go looking for shit. I used to not have many DMs. Now I got so many DMs like I can't even find nobody, right? When the number just says 99, that means you don't even have a number. It's just a plus sign. It's just a plus. (laughs) So uh, this other guy said, you want to hang out? So we hung out and he just knew too many gay people. And I'm like, I could never be with you. 
Oh, you don't like him too much in the mix. Too, he too mixy. Going to the went to the bathroom, came back. What you? What, you, what was you in the bathroom so long? Oh, they wanted to do some coke. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> the date's over. Like, <laughs> like I'm overlook. Back to your point, I'm overlooking. Mm-hmm. But I, what I do need to start doing is traveling more, like out of the country. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the niggas here, I done ran through them all. I either ran through them or they didn't. They didn't ran through my friends. Or we just we just all been ran through. Like I need to just go to start setting up shop in another country. As yeah. a woman, Melissa, do you feel like? You know, you're supposed to be hunted, or are you, are you open to do some of the hunting? Did we some take of the that scouting? word off the fucking table. She's hunted. very traditional. Hunt. She wants a man to woo her and all Which that. Which is fine. No, we, woo him. <laughs> oh shit! Pull up on a nigga and woo him. Like, but I feel like yeah, like call a, up Davies. Like nigga, I'm I'm in your city. You know, like yeah, I, I like, like that. That's where like. The sparks will fly. I feel like a good relationship, you got to kind of work for it. Like, you know, when you go in and get a car, a good job, you you scout it. You you. I feel like the relationship is the same way. It's like it's not always going to just fall into your lap. That's just how I feel. There's just so many conversations online about, you know, feminizing men and that sort of thing. So why would I take... Feminizing a- man what? Tank no. said a man could get his dick sucked twice and he ain't gay. You know what? We're not even, we're not even going to go there <laughs> oh, right yes, now. Oh, yes, we are okay, going to go can, there. Just, can I just finish <laughs> what Find I was... Find you a man who's had a man suck his dick twice. I bet you he know what he wants if he don't want that man no more. Can I just finish sure. what I was saying? Because I, I really, I'm really more interested in men that are... They, they know for a fact without having a trial and error period that you they are. I don't know if you like the po- a chicken pot pie until you ate it. I, it's, it's completely different. How so? Um, it's just completely <laughs> Dick different. Dick is a delicacy. Don't lie. That, look, oh you going to bring out God. the other Jason. He was taking a nap. <laughs> but you do you think something's wrong with a man who, I mean, do, do you, would, would you say that a man who's let a man suck his dick twice but realize he doesn't like it, is he gay? He's not for me. Is he gay? He is not for me. He he. Melissa, yes. who, who, who the fuck are you right now? Are you? Is he yeah. gay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As far as I'm concerned, any man well, that is any man that has had contact with another man's penis. <coughs> what if he didn't swallow though? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that is. That's that is that's homosexual, it, 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 bisexual, whatever. It's just not. That's what I. Yeah, it's but not my cup of tea. Wait, you have to be attracted to a man, right? Not to get your dick sucked. No. Oh, so is he doing is, the sucking or he got sucked? Got oh, sucked. Christ Almighty. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, the wind blows, my dick gets hard. So it's not like there has to be a lot of circus activity to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I will say, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Tank blew up the internet this weekend. I had to call a couple of friends like, y'all see this shit? I, I, I usually don't text links around, but I text that link around. Yeah. Uh, I respect Tank for opening up like that. But did he say his dick got sucked twice? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very honest right now. <laughs> I saw the headlines. I scrolled so fast past it. Why? Because I was uncomfortable with what I was reading. Why? Because... <laughs> He's my friend, and so I'm I don't. I'm your friend. I like dick, so. But you proudly do, you know, like that's Wait. that's your jam, like that's your thing. But he said he didn't say he did it. I don't. Okay, fill me in, please. It's unclear. Tell me, tell it, me, tell un- me what he. Wait, so I he haven't seen the whole. Was it a hypothetical? Was it a hypothetical? I thought he was talking about a friend. He's so but my then, friend but was talking. He gave his opinion. His opinion was that if you're a man and you've had your dick sucked twice, it doesn't make you gay. That was his opinion. So knowingly I, letting another man, it, not a, so you not have a some transsexual. Home, you have some homework to do by the time we get on tonight's <laughs> weekend show. I need you to call Tank and ask him if he let a nigga suck his dick twice. And if he did, I will say this. Tank is my new champion because I need a heterosexual man in a marital relationship with kids 
who lives a seemingly heterosexual life and open about getting his ass eaten to come out and say, yeah, I let a nigga suck my dick twice. The first time I was like, mm. second time I was like, nah. And then the whole world will come out. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So let me, let me round this off by saying the, I am not going to take from men what it is that def, that defines them in terms of that whole hunter thing. You know what I'm saying? But do you feel so, like no, that's so, what defines so, men to hunt? That's what that's what they've been saying forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm not going to be the woman that max on a man. I'm not. No, I'm very traditional. I'm a lady. I want to be courted. You call me old fashioned. I don't care. You know, and say, oh, well, that's the reason why you're alone. Say what you want. That is just that's just how I am. I like to, you know, I, I sit. I'm like a lady. You you express your interest. And you curve. I, I most of the time, yeah. Man, most men want a woman <laughs> who's sexy as hell that can roll up and just put her hands in his pants and be like, nigga, I want that. No, once we've established that kind of connection, oh, I'm I'm with a beast. I'm, I'm with the shit. Would you suck his dick in the bathroom at a restaurant? I Who's to say I haven't done that already? <laughs> oh. Like, I'm, Wait, and I'm, I'm a I'm mess. I'm just move right along. This is amazing. Well, let me mm. get into my weekend really quick. I had a really fabulous weekend. My uh, friend Wendy Williams was in town. It's yes. so crazy calling my friend. I'm going to claim that now. She just called me on the way here. She's like, okay, me and my manager are falling in love with you and and you did such an amazing job with this dinner party that uh, we just in love with you. I said, okay, cool. So she's giving me a task to do. So if you see me texting in the middle of this operation, <laughs> I'm trying to help Wendy. But um, okay. so Wendy Williams got her star on Hollywood. Shout out to her. Amazing. Which I feel was well overdue. I mean, I think, you know, what's so crazy is, you know, when I built Hollywood a lot, people, he's messy, 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 messy. And even though they still say that, it, that's getting less and less, uh, I'm, I'm not hearing that as much more mm-hmm. yeah. because I'm seeing the impact of our reach now a lot more. So there's mm-hmm. so many other conversations going on. I'm a whole lot of things. But what I will say is that when you look at what Wendy does for a living, you would say, oh, she's just messy. She's just messy. She's the number one daytime talk show host. She mm-hmm. was one of the biggest radio voices on radio. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had her here if you watch the show. If you haven't, go back and watch it. But just her accomplishments as... New York Times bestseller. Executive producer mm-hmm. of her show for the last 10 years, now in her mm-hmm. 11th season, which is very rare for talk shows mm-hmm. to exist that long mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. And to do it all in on her own and to make other people's mess uh, uh, m- empire mm-hmm. is an amazing thing. So she was, um, you know, she's already in the Radio Hall of Fame. Now she has a star on Hollywood. So I, f- I felt like it was such a big deal. And because we built a friendship um, outside the show and outside of me going on her show or her coming here and genuinely friends and me looking at her as like one of the blueprints of what I've been building. Mm-hmm. Think about it. I didn't. She doesn't have like a Hollywood unlock, but. Starting the podcast, now on radio, mm-hmm. now looking at other opportunities and TV and stuff like that. So I wanted to honor her. So uh, I called up my friend Limitless. Shout out to Limitless. I'm going to put his Instagram right here right now so you can go to his page and check out his story and his movement. But shout out to Limitless. I call- The future is closer than you think. And it all starts in the palm of your hand. You may have heard the news. 5G is coming. But what does that really mean? How will it impact me? In this new iHeart series, This Time Tomorrow, presented by T-Mobile for Business, join me, Oswald Oshin, and my co-host, Cara Price, as we walk you through the true revolution in mobility that will change the way we interact with the world around us. From environmental science to law enforcement, entertainment, healthcare, and travel, innovation is coming. Join us as we explore how this revolution could impact your life and hear just how close we are getting 
to a more connected future, full of possibilities in the age of 5G. This Time Tomorrow, presented by T-Mobile for Business, is now available on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. I said, hey, I really want to throw a dinner party for Wendy Williams. And he said, sure, go ahead. Just tell me what I need to pay for it. I'm going to do it. So uh, knowing that I just could do whatever I want, we uh, called Ke- uh, we called Laura, uh, Lori, uh, Lori Cerna from Wife of the Party. She mm-hmm. does the most fabulous party. Yes, she, she did does. our award show. Mm-hmm. She's doing our award show next year, which we're in the process of creating now. And um, she put this thing together. And I mean, literally like two, three days. I had gone to Atlanta to do the Love and Hip Hop reunion. Mm-hmm. I'll get into that in a minute. But... Um, Wendy walked in with her son and her manager and her nephew, and she was just blown away. Yeah. I think it you could tell she genuinely uh, appreciated it. She talked about it on her show, but today when she called, she just said, I want to just tell you, like, I really had an amazing time. So mm-hmm. shout out to Wendy for letting us do that. But uh, uh, it's nice to be celebrated. It felt good. For, she yeah. really, you could tell she sat, we put her under, we had a big portrait of her with her star and we mm-hmm. had florals all around it. Mm-hmm. And we sat her right in the middle and we had her, her son on this side and, and her nephew on this side. So the cups had a tea bag and the tea bag receipt hanging out had the name of the person who was seating at the table. Oh, that's ah, cute. that's dope. <clears throat> so we had Jason Derulo, Nick Cannon, Rosa, uh, uh, Acosta, Tia Marie, Moniz. Uh, who else came? Uh, oh, Nick Cannon. Tiana. I, said, I said all these people. Oh, Tiana Taylor, yeah. Iman Shumpert, mm-hmm. um, uh, Tiffany New York Pollard, and Larsa Pippen. There were a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. But the vibe, we created a vibe. It looked crazy. And yeah. We had a good time. I wish you guys were there. I know you guys weren't in town, but um, yeah. it was really good. And so out of that now, we're going to launch the um, Power 100 dinner party. So we're doing two parties um, mm-hmm. every year. Uh, what we're going to do is just partner up with somebody and honor 100 of their most powerful friends. Or honor them but with 100 of their most powerful mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. Anyway, shout out to her. But we took uh, before that, I called Nikki Baby and took her to Crazy Girls. And I oh. didn't know that she had never taken her son to the strip club. And I didn't know that it was... Wendy never took her son to the strip club. He'd never been to a strip club. I didn't know he wanted to go to the strip club. So when she was at the... We had went to hide. And so she goes, well, what else is going on? And I said, well, we can go to the strip club. And we went to the strip club and I gave her a uh, thousand ones and they... They Went th- crazy? She made it rain. She got up and was slapping them on their ass like, come here, bitch. <laughs> you know, but she had a good time, so shout out to her. But I'm, I'm a really firm believer that uh, give people their flowers while they're alive, man. And uh, when we went to the club, when she left the club, I had the hotel put her flowers in her room that I had bought for mm-hmm. her. I bought her this big, huge box of flowers, and there was a gold star mm-hmm. created in the flowers. Oh, nice. We put the picture up so people could see it. But yeah, that was my weekend, just... Um, Spending the whole week, the whole week we went. Then I took her to the gay club. She was amazed. Wait, which one? Blow. Okay. Uh, we got her booked there for an appearance, but she, I mean, she brought the whole gay community. I mean, they was that thing was packed wall to wall. But she deserved it. So yeah. that was that. Salute to Wendy Williams, man. Mm-hmm. She's a legend. She's an icon. You can hate her for what she wants. People hate me too, but you know. Like, like, <laughs> You tune in because people love it. You can't consume enough of it. People want more and more and more gossip, I guess. But uh, she deserves it, and uh, we had a great week. Mm-hmm. It seemed amazing. Yeah. All right, y'all, it's time for another Hollywood hookup. Now, mm-hmm. I just touched down from London. And, um, of course, when I pack my bag, I take my computer. Mm-hmm. I take my camera. Condoms. And I got condoms. And I also <laughs> got to make sure I'm smelling good while I'm on the road. And I do this using Scentbird. Otherwise, was, you won't be able to use those condoms. 
Exactly. Uh-huh. It goes hand in hand. Scentberg and condoms. All right. But what, what <laughs> Scentberg is, you can have great taste. Uh, you can mix up your smells, your 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 cologne, mm-hmm. and not break the bank. So What's this, your favorite one? My favorite one. I'm using Tom Ford right now. You want to oh. smell it? A little Tom Ford. You know. Yeah, mm. it makes me feel a little fancy. So but I got to tell y'all how it works. So Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. All right. So it's for men and ladies. Also, Scentbird has more than 600 designer brands for you to choose from month to month. 600? 600 designer no brands. Way. Not just any smell. Designer smells like Tom Ford. Gucci? They, they have Gucci. They have Versace, <laughs> Tom Ford, YSL. You name it, they got it. Not sure what type of smell you're looking for, but you can sort and find your fragrance by brand, style, occasion, season, and more. And get this, plus they have products in other categories like skincare, wellness, makeup. Wow. They carry such brands as Glam Glow, Glow name. Recipe, mm-hmm. Tarte, and others. There's so many brands that they cover. So whether you want to smell good or have your skin looking good, they got you. Right now, for an exclusive offer for our listeners, you can get 30% off your first month today. That's only $10 for your first fragrance. Go to Scentberg.com slash unlock and use the promo code unlock for 30% off your first month. That's Scentbird, S-C-E-N-T, bird.com slash unlock for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $10. Sign on and smell amazing. And that is your Hollywood hookup. We hooked you up. Last week, um, I'll just, I can't get into all the details, but I flew to Atlanta in 24 hours to do the Love & Hip Hop reunion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was up with that? It was it was a good one. It was explosive. <laughs> you know, I was I was very, my first Love & Hip Hop, I think I was a little nervous mm-hmm. uh, because you don't know what to expect. And, you know, back then it used to be really violent. They've, VH1 was cracked down on violence a little bit. Um, so this past one was, I just went in very confident, like, Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I had a great, great... So what happened? I can't say... Give us the details. I can't tell you everything that happened, but I will say this. It went down. It went down. It popped off? It went down. I mean, this season, I didn't think there was a lot of drama, but there has been a lot of drama, and it all met its... Because, you know, the reunion was different. Is we film in sections. So, mm-hmm. you know, one scene may be me, us here at the show with Kay Michelle, mm-hmm. but then that's creating a whole other experience that we don't even see until we get to the reunion. Uh-huh. So, you know, when we got there, there was a lot of anger and frustration and tears and, you know, fisticuffs and everything. So it was Ooh. a, it was a, it was a good reunion. Mm-hmm. Good reunion. And you guys shot on Tyler at, at Tyler Perry studio. Yeah. So I wrote Fox. in the whole time filming saying, where's Tyler? He was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like, like that? What, what do you call it? A compound? It's not even well, just a well, studio. That's what, that's no, it's what, a studio. Yeah, that's where we film um, Wild and Out, too. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. So you've been there. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, you've like three, been there. This is my third time now. But it's, um, I mean, it's huge. But it's it's so clean and it's yeah. so well organized. And the sound stages are really nice. And Tyler, he did that. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of space, though. Like That's you, what I'm saying. There's a White House. There's homes and apartment buildings and i mean there's like sets like real big mm-hmm. studio sets so yeah. it's, you have to drive around in like a van or a cart yeah it would be like going to like the paramount lot yeah you know? it's bigger though yeah this is big enough to put all of those lots in that's crazy owned Jesus. by a black man he's getting his money it's more right. than that more well than that. anyway let's uh oh but i do want to say back to the dinner party real mm. quick tamar braxton now you know i like you and i know you follow hollywood unlocked and i know you pop off and all that but I interv- I really curated this dinner party to include people that I thought really cared about Wendy and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say she doesn't care about Wendy, but she had confirmed and then just didn't show up. Mm-hmm. 
like, how do you how do you RSVP for a seated dinner party and then don't call and say I'm not going to be there? I actually called the day of to reconfirm her seat because, mind you, when you're producing a curated dinner, everybody's name is on stuff. We have, I mean, booklets with Wendy. I'm like, it was a very uh, curated thing. Mm -hmm. So to call in, oh, by the way, we in Atlanta. Sorry. I just thought that was kind of tacky. That was tacky as fuck, honestly. That space could have been given to somebody else. That space was given to somebody else. Yeah, but like, (laughs) were you able to like change the name or was it? Yes. Shout out to Lori and Teresa from Wife of the Party Mm -hmm. because they're always prepared for last minute things. Yeah. But to have somebody there writing calligraphy, mm. I mean, this was all written in calligraphy. I mean, it was really, really nicely yeah, put together. Detail. It was a lot of details. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was surprised that she, I was surprised that she did that. But that was, um, that was interesting. Mm. Okay. Note to self. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So lots going on. What's happening over at TMZ? Uh, so TMZ fired Van Lathan. Yo. Uh, over an alleged newsroom fight with a coworker, which is crazy because Van Lathan is like, that's the homie, you know? Um, so he's reportedly been fired uh, for getting into a confrontation with his coworker, Michael Babcock. Uh, they faced off on TMZ Live just about a week and a half ago. Um, Babcock allegedly leans more to the right in terms of his political views. We know how that going to mm. turn out. They reportedly disagreed over politics and it got heated, but the live debate was edited out. Um, as per sources, following the on-camera debacle, Lathan confronted Babcock in the newsroom and allegedly said that there would be problems if he ever embarrassed him, meaning Lathan, ever again. Uh, and after meeting with the site's attorney a few days later, he was dismissed. Um, and Lathan has been very vocal about his views, most, li- most famously getting into it with Kanye West over his slavery as a choice comment. Um, and following the story breaking, Lathan took to Twitter to reassure his fans, I'm okay, promise you guys, seriously. So uh, you you saw the video, right? Yeah, I talked to Van mm-hmm. yesterday, and yeah, I, I saw. Yeah, seen it. Well, first of all, Mike Mac, Mike Babcock is a little bitch, and I'm gonna tell you, uh, we've had our moment. Uh, Mike Babcock was the guy that I've been in touch with at TMZ when things break that we want to share our exclusives with, so they can go on and share it. You know, okay. mm-hmm. um, and he's also called me needing to get direct quotes or something from Floyd or something. I've yeah. built the bridge because I'm that guy. Like if you call me and say you need help, I'm gonna call you me and Robin for ball alert. Talk every day. Mm-hmm. Me and Angie from shade room. We talk all the time. So, um, he's been one to be really shady about reciprocating the love. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like, you know, they prey on our culture and prey on our news and prey on our exclusives, mm-hmm. but then don't really show the love in return. They, mm-hmm. TMZ never really does that. Mm-hmm. And you remember when I broke the Jordan Woods story and Tristan, TMZ tried to take that story and said it was theirs. And it was Chloe and them that had to go on our page and confirm that it was our story. Mm-hmm. So I feel in, I feel a certain way about them. But I've looked at the video. It doesn't look like Van was choking him at all. He put his hand on his shoulder and he whispered in his ear. And if he whispered in his ear, don't, um, you know, embarrass me on TV. Why is that terminable? Why would he get fired? I think you probably shouldn't put your hands on any co-workers. So <laughs> it's a slippery slope, man. I'm kind of in between. Yeah, it's it's really same. It's like you know, like when I watched it, you know, it's not like he, um, it's not like he was, you know, forceful. Don't know what he whispered in his ear, 
But, um, you know, I agree that you shouldn't put your hands on anybody. But I also don't think that it was, you know, like exactly like a a when he yelled and screamed at Kanye, it was great TV. It got TMZ a lot of ratings. So what? He touched the man. He didn't beat his ass. Perhaps a suspension. And, you know, he definitely should have been fired. I don't think he should have been fired. fired. You know, he's just been with them for too long. And and you're right. He produces way too much good content. Has a lot of value. Exactly. And there's there's a lot of people in the entertainment industry, you know, urban wise that look at van and they're like that's my connect mm-hmm. you know so he's got he's got the plug i think that they lost a valuable resource well i'll say that it i had an aha moment mm. watching watching this all play out mm-hmm. because i it's interesting how they're trying to demonize him mm-hmm. in saying that he had his arm like they even put out still shots of the arm his hand around his neck and all that really i feel trying to demonize him and it took me all the way back to the OG conversation. And mind you, m- believe me, I've been trying to like forget about this whole OG Evelyn Bass Wives conversation. But looking at this and knowing Van and knowing his contribution to TMZ, his contribution to the culture, the fact that him and Mike are friends in real life, the guy who he allegedly was about to choke out and lost his job behind, it's almost easy to demonize black people. Oh, for sure. And I, I, know, I know people are like, aha, well, hello. You know, I really do live in a world where I look at it through a lens of we are all one. That's Mm -hmm. how I really think. I grew up in foster care and group homes with kids, Chinese kids, Mexican kids, black Mm -hmm. kids, white kids. And for a long time, I I endured racism here and there growing up, you know, or, you know, stuff on both sides, like I said earlier or before. But, you know, really taking a step back and looking at it and looking how they're trying to vilify him online and make it look like he's this angry demon. Mm hmm. I called him last night. I'm like, I know you can't talk about it, but nigga, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel personally like there could have been lesser a warning or something. Well, like, yeah. I think what happened was, however, Bob Cock, what, how you say his name? Babcock. Babcock mm-hmm. took it is what made him get, you know, lose his job. Because if he was just like, oh, no, he just whispered something in my ear. Clearly, Babcock went somewhere and was like, I feel threatened. I feel mm-hmm. like. So, however, yeah, he. So they ain't the friends that Van thought they exactly. were. Exactly. Like, mm. that's what I feel like took it over the top because if he would have just did that, Babcock was like, no, you know, we, you know, we was just talking, whatever. It wouldn't have went that far. Mm. But clearly he went and reported him to with the lawyers or whatever. And now it's a whole thing because he feels threatened. Do yeah. you know how many people on Love and Hip Hop would lose their job? I mean, God, we put our hands around each other's neck all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and we're co-workers. Mm-hmm. We're not friends. Nobody on Love and Hip Hop is friends. Mm. This reunion, I tell you, I can't wait till people see this shit. People turning on each other, like I, I've never. This is why I don't fuck with people because anyway, I'm having, I'm having flashbacks. There's no such thing as an alliance over there, huh? There's no, 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 and yeah. the, and I made it very clear that I ain't nobody's friend here. So mm-hmm. don't ever think that we ain't at each other's house. We are not friends. Mm. We no, mm. and they got that <laughs> <No>. message. But <laughs> um, but back to Van. I mean, I don't know. It's it's making me think that like. I've, I can't say that I've seen any other white people doing it, but it was almost so... The punishment doesn't fit the crime. So when you get fired, those of you listening, uh, I used to be a union rep, so this, these, there's seven tests of just cause. Mm. Did you know the rule? Was the rule fair and applied evenly to everybody? Uh, was the punishment... Did the punishment fit the crime? Um, you know, was there a warning? Like, was there, like, s- several steps? So there's seven steps of just cause. Mm-hmm. If a person wants to sue somebody for wrongful termination... And that's why most people will give you policies or give you contracts yeah. or stuff so you know what you can and can't do. And you have to operate within that 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 understanding mm-hmm. or else you could be t- subject to discipline. But even then, I can't come in one day if I have a uniform policy and say, don't wear 
leggings or whatever, then you got leggings on. I just fire you because right. it's just like, well, what is the policy for how you address or correct that? What's mm-hmm. the corrective action? Yeah, I don't think it. The punishment fits the crime. I don't either. I don't either. Um, and vilifying him is bullshit. Like, because he's like the nicest guy. Exactly. So. Well, Van's coming on the show next week, so good. We're gonna jump all into that. Great. What else is going on? Well, somebody else who's found themselves in trouble is Lori Harvey. Mm. Um, Lori Harvey was reportedly arrested for a hit and run. Damn. Uh, according to a report by OK Magazine, Lori Harvey was involved in a serious car accident in um, in Beverly Hills. Um, apparently, she slammed her Mercedes SUV into another vehicle and ended up flipping her car. Jeez Louise, girl. Um, well, first, can we say we're glad the girl's okay? Yeah, well, thank you, God. Yeah, we're, well, let's get to that. You know, uh, she she was okay enough to flee the scene. <laughs> oh, um, damn. You know, a source close to the situation <coughs> claims that Lori had been texting and driving. Maybe she didn't want no family feud. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, the driver of the other vehicle. Her dad is Steve Harvey, for those that didn't uh, yes. get that. Uh, pulled her from the car, and she allegedly attempted to flee the scene. Uh, however, when police arrived at the crash, she began to call her dad. Uh, now, according to the news site, Beverly Hills Police Department shared that Lori was arrested on two counts, misdemeanor hit and run, and delaying a police investigation. Uh, authorities say that they do not believe she was under the influence at the time of the accident. That's good. Uh, well... Texting. That's, that's no. I'm just saying that's, that's, that's an she, influence. Um, but um, texting is a this is right. a new law that mm-hmm. we before what, five years ago niggas was texting and driving all the time. Laws take time to catch up with technology. No, of course, yeah. of course. Um, they added she was arrested for the two charges and released on scene, not booked. Word. Wow. Okay. I wish I had the same. You gotta have that paper. You know what she should have said when she hopped out of the car? What? Take that. Take that. <laughs> uh, she Sorry. identified herself properly. I don't feel well today. And signed a written promise to appear in court. And thankfully, she came out of the crash without any serious or life injuring, uh, life threatening injuries. And um, as of right now, it's not really clear as to uh, whether or not the other driver sustained any injuries. From oh the man, crash. I hope they didn't. I mean, the she's close enough to the lump, to the Illuminati for this to go away. I'm gonna just put that out there. Boom. Next. <laughs> I mean, she's dating Diddy. But by the way, did you hear that um, his sons were involved in a car crash the next day? Whose sons? Yeah. Diddy's. Really? Yeah. He's kind of seeming like I don't really want to. I don't know if I want to be around him. Well, I, I'll, I'll be with Diddy like... this weekend at the Revolt Summit. Uh, okay. Me well, and Remy Ma. Yeah. But um, I, uh, I mean. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what happened in that situation, but I will confess. I don't know if I've told this story on the show, but I was in a almost hit and run myself. Okay. I had just moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. Flew in. Literally, let me tell you how reckless I was. I was 25 years old. I drove my Mustang to the airport in Sacramento, left it there, and never came back. Damn. Flew one way to Los Angeles while my... All my furniture and clothes and stuff was being shipped on a flatbed. Landed in L.A., had no car, but had just sold my house. So I had literally a bag full of cash, 140 grand. Took a taxi to a car dealership and bought me a brand new Infinity M45, all tricked out, leather sound, navigation. It was like the dopest shit. Because everybody in L.A. had BMWs that had really nice cars. Yeah. I, didn't have, I had a fucking Mustang, so I just left it at the airport. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a repo. By the way, I had a repo on my Mustang. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, about a year later, I went to the club, got really, really wasted with Karamo from uh-huh. Queer Eye's yeah. boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That was a whole other situation. So Karamo found out we were there drinking, showed up, 
made his boyfriend leave, left me there. The boyfriend was supposed to be the designated driver. Mm-hmm. So now he's gone. I have no designated driver. So I think I can just drive home. And there's no Uber at this time. There's no Uber at this time. There's taxis, mm-hmm. but I ain't leaving my brand new M45 sitting on the side of the street. I'm going to drive. I mean, I got navigation. This bitch is going to tell me how to get there, right? Mm-hmm. So I put in the navigation. I get, I'm get. i living in Burbank at the time, and I'm coming from West Hollywood, which means I have to drive all the way through West Hollywood to Hollywood and up the 101, mm-hmm. get off on Burbank, mm-hmm. Barham. All that. Basically, it's a long way. Yeah. I drive all the way to Burbank and get literally like three blocks from my house and I'm going about 50 miles an hour and hit a parked, hit a <gasps> Mustang parked at a stop sign mm. at a stop light. It was a stoplight. So I, I wake up literally right before I impact, hit the car, the air. I never told you the story. No. The airbags popped out, blew all the airbags in my car, the whole car. I didn't know there were airbags all around your car. Yeah. Pop out. The hood flies off. The windshield blows out. I hit this car. Of course, the airbag hits me in the face. The car's now spinning out of control and hits the center divider and rips the entire axle out his car. So his Damn. wheels are now on the ground and his car is on the ground ground. Now, the crazy part, and this is, I'm not going to laugh. This is, this. I'm not laughing. I swear I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just thinking about this time because it was really crazy. I did like a nervous giggle. Have you ever done like a nervous <laughs> giggle? <laughs> what the? Uh, have you ever done like a like you don't mean to laugh but you just it's so i don't know i did like this really nervous laugh yeah i guess it's happened at like you know uh you know in church i got out the car and said motherfucker why you slam on the brakes (laughs) he was like i'm at a stoplight long story short i got arrested for dui you don't say went to jail for the weekend and that's part of why like my dad i had a really good job at the time i called my dad i said hey i'm in jail like i've never been in jail i'm in la i have this great job it was on a friday night which means that you know i mean i need to be out by the monday so i can go to work like nothing's yeah. happened and i he he said no you're gonna stay in jail and this is the same nigga who bailed out all my other brothers but like you can't bail was like five grand which mm. means 500 i just had no access yeah. to money because i had no credit cards or nothing so I stayed in jail the weekend. I got out on Monday. But you um, went my, back to work. My coworker, I called him collect. I said, I would never have called you, but I'm in jail. And he bailed me out. And I went to back to work on Monday. And, and I, I kept things moving and did uh, DUI classes for a whole year, oh, every fucking week. Mm. But it was right across from my house. So it wasn't that bad. But yeah, so I say all that to say, like, I've been in a situation where I was trying to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. But a police car just happened to ride by. Damn. I mean, I, I told oh, you. Oh, you try to run. I said, I got money. I'll, I'll tow your car. Like, I, I mean, I was. I guess that's not hit and run. I was going to, like, try to resolve it. Finagle. He was going to hit and walk away. That police bit. car casually rolled by. What'd you say? <laughs> hit and stroll. Wee-wee. So I called my friend. I go, I go, hey, Jonathan, get out of bed. Come down the street right now. He goes, what's going on? I go, nah, nah, nah ain't no time for that. Just run out the house right I need you to help me get away from here. Yeah, but I got caught. Went to jail. <laughs> so, Lori, if you were drinking, just living your truth. It's not that bad. Hopefully she wasn't drinking, though. I mean, texting doesn't make it any better, though. That car was flipped over on its side. That's Ooh. crazy. That is that well, is insane. We send our well wishes to everybody, and uh, we know the Illuminati is going to clean that up. Mm. Okay. What, what? Should we? The Illuminati. I, yeah. uh, what? I, nothing. Nothing. Y'all ain't got nothing to say. I Y'all... don't know. I Listen, that's, okay. that, that I'm is. I'm the only one at the show today that, 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 that's heard stuff. You, y'all ain't never heard nothing? What about the Illuminati? Every day. You ain't never heard Puff was in the Illuminati? No, I don't Hello, believe the, no uh, Illuminati. The, you apparently tried to sacrifice me to the Illuminati, yeah. okay? So, yes, we hear about it yeah, quite often. Yeah, if that's often. the case, that means well, Jason's no in the Illuminati. On that one. No, but, but I am patiently awaiting their <laughs> invitation. Okay. 
Well, you have to sacrifice somebody, apparently. That's okay. I've sacrificed a lot this far. <laughs> <laughs> like a life. Well, if I end up going, okay. y'all. <laughs> Straight from the 209, we got somebody who's from my neck of the woods, hey. uh, financial strategist, Marcus Barney, a.k.a. Him 500. Mm-hmm. What up? Yes, yes, Hi. What's going on? Thank you guys for having me. So yeah. I know when they say, let's keep it 100, if you're from Stockton, you keep it 100. But how did you, how did you get the name Him 500? 100 times 5. Okay. And then That's pretty simple. Was, I'm him. What's five? Why is five the magic number? Five Fortune five hundred. Ah, talk about it. Talk about so exactly. We to the top level with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we like to do uh, every once in a while is we like to have guests on that are going to offer an educational perspective, and, and you not know, the typical recklessness that we get into. <laughs> exactly. And you know, if there's one thing that you know nobody can you know uh, have enough of is uh, financial literacy and money and un- talk. Exactly, money yes. talk and understanding how to you know save, invest, um, you know, so tell us a little bit about what, what it actually means to be a financial strategist. Two really big words. What does it actually mean? Okay, so that's one of the things that a lot of people ask because I deal in the finance. So everybody assume it with, I mean, put it to credit. Mm-hmm. And so what I kind of work with is that everything after credit. Mm-hmm. So many people do credit repair nowadays, but what do you do once your credit is good? Yeah, that's a really, really yeah, good question. Yeah. They say, well, you do what I do, you ruin it again. <laughs> <laughs> most, I'm sure most people do. It's a cycle. And that's the issue. Or you have good credit and you get in and you think that, okay, you can get a car or a house or people do the cliche, you can get involved in real estate, mm-hmm. right? But it takes money to invest in real estate. Mm-hmm. So instead of actually using that liability, you know, borrowing, hoping that you make money back, mm-hmm. I started creating ways to actually create income streams. Uh-oh. So with like something like your credit card, you guys familiar when you build your credit out with like trade lines? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most people don't offer them and sell them themselves. So what I did was I created a strategy for you to be able to use your credit cards. Like you have 10 spots available. Okay. Right? I have a credit card that's eight years old, mm-hmm. 31,000. Mm-hmm. If I add you one as an authorized user. Please do. It'll build your credit. Oh, right? Okay. right. I'll charge you 650. I have mm-hmm. 10 spots available, right? That's $6,500. Mm-hmm. End of the year, I leave you on 60 days. End of the year, I make $40,000 off one credit card. So every credit card gives you 10 s- slots yep. to add somebody on, just certain credit cards? Certain credit cards. Mm. So that's what I did. Like Amex and... Amex give you 99, but they don't report history. Mm. You see, and it's, it's a lot to it. Like it's a Discover, strategy. Yeah, Discover won't... Um, Discover reports within seven days, remove within seven days. Mm-hmm. So... What I did was just create and find the cards that will allow you to, mm-hmm. right? So now you have good credit, you can actually generate an income, mm-hmm. right? Forty thousand dollars a year, two cars a year, you at eighty thousand a year. Now okay, you can but, actually invest. But now, how do well, this is the problem that I have with people who do this is I can never find primary trade lines because you can get you know the, the what are the other ones called? Use the trade line. You can you can get authorized users, mm-hmm. but the but the the primary trade lines are the hard ones to get, which are typically from auto loans, right? So let's talk, right? That's now we're going to get deep because now you asked Auto loans, question. you said? Yeah, like auto loans. That, when you get a primary uh, trade auto line, yeah. okay. that gives you that really strong, because having credit is one thing. Having strong credit with strong history, uh, history yeah. is another. Yeah. That's, and that's the point, right? So even with that, it's a company called Swapolis, right? Mm-hmm. You can go out and buy like a smart car for, in 100, 100 bucks a month and take over somebody's lease for 12 months. Mm-hmm. That's 1200 bucks for a primary trade line. If you're familiar with primaries, they usually charge about three grand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you can go do a, a, a lease takeover for 100 bucks a month, and that's 1200 bucks. 
that's a primary auto loan and it's on you. You don't have to put a down payment. Get, get but do you have to have it. good credit to do that though? You have to have okay credit, mm -hmm. right? So, but that's once you're looking for uh, trade lines, you should already have clean credit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now you're in the building stage. But having clean credit, but no credit history is not good that's credit. That's where we start with playing with things like real estate, right? So like me, what I do is I own properties, mm -hmm. right? So I have, uh, it's a company called Rental Karma, Rent Reporters. They report your rent for two years. Well, you can backdate, say I opened it five years ago. Let's say you live there, I'll say, okay, most people who have that credit looking to build probably been late on their rent, right? Mm -hmm. I'll say, okay, look, you live in my property, you rent a room for me for 2,500 bucks a month, I'm gonna charge you a thousand bucks, but I'm gonna report two accounts, so two primaries that's based off of you. Those two primaries now reflect on your credit report, two years good payment history, I'm gonna leave it active for three months, I'm gonna charge you a thousand bucks, but I got three rooms in my property. So I just made 3,000 every 90 days, which now covers my mortgage, my investment properties that pays them every all my rent collect go straight to my pocket. You get what I'm saying? It's the strategy. I get it. It's like selling dope, but through houses and credit. <laughs> see, but, <laughs> now, see so. now I get it, but now think about it. The average person that's watching this is probably confused, right? Oh yeah, they started to Listen. hear us speaking Swahili. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying when you start. So break it down. If I'm a person that's so you're a person that has a 400 credit score. What is the process of going from 400 to 800? And being able to get loans and credit cards and get generate out of the revenue. I'm oh, just an okay. average guy. Or to generate, Wait, right? can we start with yeah, that? Yeah, just yeah okay, I, go ahead. Okay. So here are the main topic. I mm -hmm. don't like doing people's credit, right? Mm -hmm. Cle cleaning the credit, you mean? Listen, okay. we so past that, right? And people pigeonhole okay. the information. It's things like this. You think about Experian, Equifax. How many people dispute company? I mean, dispute items every day, mm -hmm. right? Do you realistically think that there's a person sitting there reading your letter, going? Okay, this is what happened. Let me investigate. I used to own a credit repair company, and what we used to do, well, <laughs> one question you ask a person, like, is there any fraud on your account? Mm -hmm. Like, is anything that you see here that, that you did not do? If they have one item, mm -hmm. you have make a police report, and you send in with the police report, and they just take everything off. At least that's what they did then, back in now, the day. Look, that's an old method. A lot of people did, but you can't sustain with that. So now, instead of me holding the information back, look, that's a computer. Right, so now we gotta play against artificial intelligence, right? If it's a computer sitting there and they got 30 days to respond, let's say it's the 14th. I'm gonna backdate and anybody watching, listen, this information, this is what you use to get stuff removed. Backdate your letter, <coughs> right? There's a there's a 609 letter you can use um, just to challenge the items that's on your credit report. If it's the 14th, backdate it to the first, right? Two weeks later, come back, hit them with a 30 day demand to comply. It's a computer reading the disputes. Now they have a, a, a letter that was sent in on the 1st, a letter that was sent in on the 30th with no response, right? Mm. You follow up with a company called CFPB, which is Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which is the big brother company over the credit bureaus. When you do that, what happens is now they investigate. Artificial intelligence is gonna spit out a report. Dispute came in on the 1st. 30 day demand came in on the 30th. Items removed. Like. So Let's, it's easier than people know. Yeah, it's just a point. People hold this information back. Mm -hmm. It's companies like LexisNexis that you got to suppress because they re, they hold all your backdated information. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when things get verified, people don't know. LexisNexis, CoreLogic, SageStream. These are companies holding information. And you wonder why it gets verified, like um, bankruptcies. Mm -hmm. Courts don't report it, but who's holding the information? LexisNexis. Mm -hmm. You got to opt out of these companies and suppress that information. A lot of people do disputes to an address where... 
they actually opened up the negative account mm -hmm. and sent a dispute letter and a refund return to come to that same address. Right. Like, come on. So these are the smart. things that y'all got address. <laughs> Boom. Pay attention to these things. But methods, like I just said, will get items removed. Suppress everything first. Get the items removed. Then we move forward to making money. So now you clean up the credit. So now the person's credit is clean. Back yeah. to his point. Then how does that person then go from the clean 500 credit or whatever to 800 or 750 and with trade lines and all that see you could add trade lines you do like the swap lease thing i just said the rental karma it's a lot of different strategies that we can use we never do secure loans we'll do like i mean secure cards we'll do secure loans so you suggest so i, I have a friend right mm -hmm. barber he want to go get a mercedes-benz never had car credit right that, that's not okay I no no i just want to finish so okay. he went to go in of course because he don't have car credit they want him to put a lot of money down do you try, suggest, they tried to do that with me. Yeah. Do you suggest somebody like that do a swap a lease? Instead, and I'm, and that, it doesn't have to be a Mercedes, but should that person, is that the, the scenario where somebody use swap a lease? Like, what's the scenario where you should it, swap leases? The, the swap a lease thing is used for, I use it to build credit. Okay. Right? So that way you can get a primary. Um, you can use it so you don't have to put money down, all right? Because most people trying to get out of leases, they don't make you put money down. But typically that's not where... I kind of step in okay. with cars and getting stuff like that. All I'm right. more so like how we get to the bag, how we grow as So get to the bag, meaning once you help them build a profile that's strong with primaries and authorized users, they have this really strong profile, uh, credit profile, mm -hmm. you then help them get what, loans and stuff like that? I help them create business, income streams, right? Mm -hmm. Just like off my credit card, I get reward points, right? And it's creative stuff that we do, like play with companies like Apple. Right, mm -hmm. it's a bunch of companies that I can go in and spend twenty thousand off my credit card, put two hundred bucks on my debit card, come back and say I decided to go with Windows, right? But because I did a split payment, I do the refund. All my money goes into my checking account. I just but that's a hustle though. No, right? I liquidated my credit card. Right? We not looking. You for liquidated it in what property? No, I just liquidated in cash. Okay. So now I'm trying to wait. But you liquidated. <laughs> How did you just do but that? But you liquidated in cash by buying property and selling it. No, I, no, no, no. I bought it and returned it. Do a refund, right? You know, like if you want to do, a, say, you got something you want to invest in, mm -hmm. you can't pull your cash out. You do a cash advance fee, or you're gonna get hit with the interest. Mm -hmm. So now I'm losing my profits. If I'm paying you interest, I'm losing profit, right? If I go and liquidate my credit card now, I actually got paid because what happens? American Express gives me reward points. So now not only did I get paid to liquidate my credit card, I now have my cash in my account. I got paid to liquidate it. It's when you say liquidate your credit card, what does that mean? Pull your balance off. So let's say you have a limit of 20,000. 20, mm -hmm. You now have that 20,000 in your credit in your checking account. You just take it all out. But how do now you, you how, pay, what, what's you the I've never heard of this term of how do you liquidate a credit card? Well, I just said, right? Liquidate to pull your to pull the actual available balance off, mm -hmm. right? So say you got a something you want to invest in, right? You when you get started, when you guys started up mm -hmm. Hollywood unlocking it, and you need startup capital, mm -hmm. and you go, well, I got good credit, but if I use my credit card, I know I'm gonna get hit, hit with interest, right? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get hit with a cash advance fee as soon as I use this credit card to pull cash out, unless I'm buying all purchases, right? So if I pull cash out, or if people get in real estate, they pull cash out, you get hit with a higher interest rate. I guess what I'm asking, where I'm unclear, just because I'm, I'm I'm the guy watching the show that's unclear. Cl clearing the credit card, what does that look like? Because like there's a there's a credit card where you go to an ATM and do a cash advance, but this I, I'm tr I'm trying. What to he's saying is he's using a credit card to buy an 
object, like something That's from what Apple. I said earlier. But then, then he returns it, right. and that return goes to his bank account instead of just the credit card. Exactly. So now he's getting the physical cash. Instead of taking the cash off the credit card, where they're going to charge you more interest. So, so this is a lesson that one of your companies teaches people strategy of how to just That's a strategy get capital. Right That's that's how to actually one get capital, but liquidate your capital to invest, right? But get paid. But you still have to time. pay the twenty thousand back. So imagine if you did it right, and let's say you did twenty thousand, and you get if you're looking to grow your credit card, right? Mm -hmm. You got to max your credit card out a few times, and then they start increasing the limits. So I teach people how to yeah. triple and double their credit card limits every six months. I built my credit profile up to 1.4 million over the last two years in credit. Mm -hmm. I'll go do it two, three times in a month. Now it looks like I spent 60,000, max my card out. When the money comes into my account, I just pay it back. What do you say to the people who say credit is the devil and, and, and this is the reason why so many black people are struggling, you know, because you have credit cards in college or yeah. students who are going to college. I know me and all my homies couldn't wait when we got to college with Lil Boo sitting there signing up for a credit card. We signed up for unsecured credit cards. Even though the balance was a thousand, yeah. we went out and spent that thousand dollars and now we didn't pay our bill. Now here we are hiring you. That's you can't hire me to do your credit. One for them, right? Well trying to hire you. But that that's my point of why I'm here, right? Is to give people that strategy to where listen, you could generate cash and a, a income stream from credit instead of going into debt. That's where we have to stop. That's where our education barrier lies because people mm -hmm. don't know to actually go out and say, okay, how can I use this to my benefit? Yeah. Right? So if I can use credit to a benefit, not an actual, make it an asset versus a liability, right? I don't pay for groceries. I don't pay for utility bills. I don't pay my mortgage all off of credit. That allows me to invest and be able to build, right? That's why we have Airbnbs here. That's why we have vacation rentals. That's why I have trucks. So I have real estate properties because I don't have overhead. We can't win with overhead, right? Mm -hmm. So most people live paycheck to paycheck, mm -hmm. but where does your paycheck go? To your bills and survival. So if we can figure out ways that something we can control, which is our credit, I just told you guys that if they pay attention, how to clean it. Mm -hmm. Grow your credit report, generate capital. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna speak for me, right? Cause I get what you're saying, I'm gonna speak mm -hmm. for me. I have an 803 credit score, I right? saw that, you're bright. I saw that on your Instagram. <laughs> it's low, man, it was, it was an 830, <laughs> okay. now I went down. He's hey, look at it, look at it. Oh no, I, I, I screenshotted it and sent it to people yeah. hating on you. Absolutely. <laughs> what What is somebody in my position, right? Because you said it's about cleaning your credit first and then utilizing it after that. Just looking at me quickly, like, okay, I came in like, okay, I got my credit to 803. How can I start generating some revenue? So if you got your credit to 803, you have multiple accounts or your credit's mm -hmm. already built out. What I do is have a 15 credit card formula, right? I teach people how to get 15 credit cards with only four inquiries, four to five inquiries wow. max. So what it'll do is give you about 100, and 100 plus thousand. On my Instagram, I went live and did an um, actual sequence with a customer and he got 191,000, right? Wow. <coughs> with the same sequence. So let's say I walk you through, I get you 15 credit cards. Now what happens, right? One, all the reward points and benefits that you get when you sign up a new credit mm -hmm. card. Well, that kind of Apple method and amongst the other kind, I got a list of about 20 different stores that you can use. You go through those stores, you'll get about a million points, which is equivalent to about 10,000, right? That's, and then, but what we do is sit that 10,000 to the side. So that's just on your sign-up bonus. So now you, you make 10,000 just off having good credit, going through with sign-up bonuses and learning how to monopolize off the point system. Yep. Now we go, let's let your credit cards age six months before you sell a trade line or add authorized users, right? 
then you got to look at what do you want to get invested in and then how can we make it as most profitable as mm -hmm. possible let's say you want to get in real estate and i say well listen give me forty thousand down on a property but that forty thousand we're going to hide your utilization so you don't pay interest right so you don't pay interest meaning you don't make the monthly payment now we hide the utilization but instead of when you get invested into a property or you know a company that you want when the profits come back you don't pay your credit card back now the trade lines that you sell helping people build their credit pays that money back mm -hmm. so now your all profit everywhere you invest comes back all profit that's how we Makes really sense. start to get ahead it's a strategy that's that's and that's the key is that we have to start thinking but nobody teaches us to go like kind of turn our shoulder to the bank nobody teaches us to go against them everybody is more so like nah this is how we go because this is what we were taught so does it become a like ro uh, robbing peter to pay paul kind of situation in terms of managing all the balances of the credit card so you're technically taking from here adding here then taking back from over here and adding there but at the same time still leveling up exactly so this is like selling dope, but for credit. <laughs> Pretty much. It's not really like, it's like using He's all the Conway. benefits. It's like <laughs> from where I'm from. But you think about it, like you get these credit cards and they got all these benefits and you never really use them. It's like, oh, yeah. you get flight benefits, but there's yeah. so many things if you look at that credit card that it does. And it's kind of like really just reading that fine print yeah. and figuring out how to use it for you. It's just, you know. You get free WeWork. I mean, you free Uber. Like we, when I tell you, we have found to the point we was in like $250 in Uber credit every time we travel. So we travel nothing but Uber Black for free everywhere we go. Crazy. And so this is. Okay, so let me just do my homework. Okay. <laughs> oh. So first thing I, <laughs> so the first thing I need to do is I need to go find, well, I have a friend named Lloyd. Lloyd, clean up my credit. Then once I clean up my credit. Or you do what I just told you. I ain't got time for that. So I'm gonna pay Lloyd. He cleans up the credit. Then I call you, and then you help me get a hundred and how many thousand in credit? No, he cards? said fifteen credit cards first. Yeah, it's fifteen That's his credit strategy. cards. Okay, fifteen credit cards, and then those are how to have different balances. Mm -hmm. And then the goal is not to like max them all out. No, okay. the goal is not to use them, like not to spend money off of our credit cards to buy stuff. So you get the credit cards for the points. The points and the actual fact of the matter that you can grow them, so you're gonna double and triple them every six months, but also to use the funds how you want. So, like, if I have a credit card <coughs> for ten thousand, right, mm -hmm. and say my rent is forty four hundred a month, mm -hmm. so I pay my rent off the forty four hundred on the credit card, but then I pay down the balance of the credit card. You don't do that, no. Okay. No, he's saying that's 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 basic because that's, that is that's, basic. That's, 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 I'm a that's, basic bitch. Which <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> that, that's going that's going that's flip flopping back and forth yeah, too much, okay. right? And there's no gain there. Instead, what I would do is like, okay, start generating the capital, bringing the cash in off the credit cards, monopolizing like reward points, things like that, pulling that capital out. Like I went and pulled a thousand dollars Neiman Marcus gift card off, right, to go shopping. And so instead of doing something like that, you might use those points to just pay your rent. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And but actually learn how to grow and monopolize mm. off of the credit card. But is that so with that with that scenario and even market? So uh, you take that thousand dollar gift card or gift whatever. That's like a that's the reward. Okay, the point. The reward. So then you buy the proper you buy something at Neiman's and then you return that. Nah, I keep that. <laughs> but I mean, in so, my but in yeah. my case, if I wanted to pay my rent. I would buy I would buy the stuff with the points and then I would return it and get the cash. Nah, if if that if you want to just use points instead of doing that way, you can just use the points to redeem on your purchase. Like say you used it to pay your rent or you liquidated your credit card. Like I wouldn't pay with a credit card because you're gonna pay higher because you got to go through like a company like um, Plastique to mm -hmm. liquidate and they'll do it and make a payment, but they're gonna charge you like four percent. So where did you learn how to do all this? <clears throat> you taught yourself. 
not honestly um <laughs> struggling mm-hmm. right <laughs> <laughs> messing my credit up mm-hmm. like to the point to where like the trade lines i used to do credit repair that's where i started mm. And that's an annoying business. Very. Everybody's calling you every 15 days. Where the fuck listen, is my 650 listen, and 700? Listen, right? So I'm like, okay, then it gets slow periods. The wife looking at me like, slow season is holiday season, mm-hmm. right? Everybody wants gifts. She buying your kids gifts, not paying me, so I can't buy mine. So we ran in the slow season. That's when I started selling trade lines. Mm-hmm. And I figured, I got credit cards, get a $31,000 credit card shut down after I'm making good money. I go, so then I had to figure out how to get it right. Mm. I always been in the vehicles. I'm buying Range Rovers at thirteen hundred bucks a month. But when business gets slow, she looking at me again. Mm-hmm. She put me in the Charger. <laughs> bought it cash. I drove it for a year and a half. Within mm-hmm. that year and a half, I bought two properties, built a, a, a house from the ground up, and I realized that I gotta stop spending my money on the BS. Mm-hmm. So I started alleviating, using my credit cards to alleviate my household bills. Then I figured out how to get cars and not pay for them. So then I go and I, I never forget, I came home, I brung a, uh, a Bentley truck home and she looked at me like. Oh, he figured it out. She was, she was, but she was livid. <laughs> like, no, like livid. And I had to explain to her how it was gonna work. It took about three to four months before she started believing like, okay, yeah. you're really gonna have to pay for this stuff. Like, okay, I see how you work in a system. And I'm like, okay, so my system and everything that I do, I create around my life. Mm-hmm. Then I started teaching other people. So it's like that's why I tell people it's like I really went public with my services about earlier this year in March. But you go back to last year in August, I bought the Bentley truck and then December I bought her a G Wagon. Like so that's the thing I tell people is like I implemented stuff into my life. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, yo, it worked. And I started getting into other masterminds, like one of my mentors, Eric Thomas, and he was like, Yo, you gotta do uh, an actual duty to help people. Like, if it worked for you, then it's your responsibility to help other people because other fathers out there who want to provide for their family, it's other men, it's other women out there who want to live the life that is possible because they have good credit too. Mm-hmm. And that's what brought me here. And so now you're successful and you're helping uh, tons of people. Apparently, you've helped people obtain over $10 million worth of uh, startup capital Yes, for the business. Well, where were you when I started Hollywood Unlocked? We needed that. <laughs> Well, even today, I mean, so it's never too late to raise the money, right? So it's no. never too late to get this in. So when people reach out to you, I'm sure we'll put your website up. and so You have a website yes. and Instagram and all that. So we'll put all that up. But what's what's the first process when they want to get started? Do they just send you their, well, you you pull their credit profile and you look at what they got, right? So where I'm at now is that pretty much teaching everybody, I have to kind of like, I have like a team that reaches out and does all the intake. But before anybody starts my process and my program, they have to speak with me directly mm-hmm. just so I can get a feel for their mindset. Because some of the things that I'm going to teach you can put people like I teach people how to maximize and play with casinos. Right. You got gambling problems or, you know, yeah, your mindset go, not right. Dark. It can go to the left. Oh, for sure. So that's one of the things that I kind of like left. fill out. And so a lot of times, um, you know, my team, they'll reach out to me. People follow me and reach out. My team will kind of do a consultation call, get a mindset, feel for what they do, you know, their background, and then we build from there. Wow. Yeah. That was a lot to absorb. Well, I think there's a lot more I'm sure people yeah. can mm-hmm. learn. So I would, I mean, I'm going to go to the website. Same Definitely, here. People sure. should absolutely reach out and would love to keep in touch and hear more about what you're doing. I mean, especially coming out of Stockton, you know, I mean, I really feel like 
you know, when we're in these cities or these small cities and there's not a lot of opportunity, sometimes you got to create your own. Yeah. yeah. So it's good to meet a fellow Stocktonian, yeah. you know, who's done that. Um, yeah. But what, what do you want people to uh, what, what do you want people to do leaving this interview? Like, what do you want them to? Listen, just follow me on uh, Instagram at him 500. Ask me any questions you guys have. Um, shoot me a DM and, you know, we take it from there. Yeah, well, we'll put your Instagram up so yeah. people yeah. come and find you. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on and um, educating us. Damn, I got to go get my credit together. I, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. Peace. Bye, yeah. everybody. If you love classic Guy Ritchie movies like Snatch and Sherlock Holmes, then you don't want to miss The Gentleman in theaters January 24th. It's got an all star cast, great action, and looks funny as hell. Starring Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Henry Golding, Michelle Dockery, Colin Farrell, and Hugh Grant, it doesn't get any better than this. McConaughey plays a weed kingpin trying to cash in and get out of the game. He puts in motion a series of schemes, bribery, and blackmail led by those trying to steal his domain out from under him. Go see the gentleman in theaters everywhere, January 24th.